Warriors, this is the Epilepsy Spectrum, your short and sweet stop for all things epilepsy. I'm your host, Tiff the Titan, and thank you for joining this collaborative journey into overcoming epilepsy. If this is your first time here, then welcome to the Epilepsy Tribe. We connect here every week to learn from each other, embrace epilepsy in our lives, foster community and relationships, and promote advocacy, and highlight what's new with epilepsy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm so excited to be here recording again. Today, we are talking about stress because, well, that's part of what has kept me MIA. Lately, I've been going through a lot. My father passed away in June, and I've had a lot of stress. Um, So I've been really having a tough time just forward thinking and and looking past survival mode honestly so it's it's really been a tough place and i really appreciate your patience with me not posting episodes but i will be much more active moving forward i'm in a much better place and today i'm going to be talking to you about this i'll be sharing my top 10 suggestions that i have recently found helpful in coping with stress like this When you deal with the loss of a parent, there can be crippling anxieties that come and go with no rhyme or reason. It can hit you out of the blue and, you know, there's really nothing you can do to combat that sadness that you feel or the emptiness that you feel that day. And, and sometimes, um, sometimes it's just going to linger until you get it out of your system. And sometimes you can truly find ways to work through it and overcome it at least quicker than you would have. So I've been learning to embrace these feelings and these moments while honoring my feelings and also while moving forward in this grieving process so that I can get back to living a very happy and functional, healthy life. My top 10 list for the best ways to combat stress. Number one on the list is sleep. For me, if I don't have enough sleep, it ruins everything. My performance at work declines, my general cognition really declines, my cognitive abilities suffer enough from the anti-epileptic medications that I take. So whenever I don't have enough sleep, it just ruins everything. Number two is diet. I have been noticing that when I eat better, when I eat more greens and when I eat more berries, I feed my brain and my brain is in a much better place where I can function better. So diet is very important. When you eat processed foods, all of that junk that's in the food just kind of clings to your neurons. And when it does that, it really slows you down and you feel sluggish. And not only do you feel sluggish, it also puts you at higher risk for seizures because you have these free radicals in your brain and you have um, all of this junk basically in your body. So if you feed it what it needs, then you're putting yourself in a better place and you will be more successful at fighting off seizures. Number three on my list is exercise. If you get moving, you get your blood pumping, you're going to feel so much better. You just feel proud that you have done it. If you're in a place where you are disabled or you don't move around very well, even then there are a lot of modified movements that you can still do even if you are in a stationary position or if you are immobilized in any way. Number four on my list is avoiding unhealthy things that make you feel worse. So this could be a number of things. It could be smoking, if you smoke cigarettes or weed or um, drugs or alcohol, caffeine, coffee, soda, whatever it is. These unhealthy things and unhealthy habits 
if you do things that really are not making you feel better and rejuvenated or refreshed as a person, then don't do those things. It's pretty simple, really. You just have to pull yourself out of that stress-inducing situation and put yourself in a less stressful environment. Put yourself around less stressful people. Number five on the list is yoga and meditation. Yoga literally saved my life. Yoga is very challenging and intimidating at first if you are not flexible or if you just don't understand it and you're not sure what to do. But there are so many resources online. You can search for beginner yoga classes. You can pull it up on your phone, on YouTube, and you can watch a video and you can just go through the motions with it and listen to the instructor and they will show you how to begin your practice in yoga. Yoga is very relaxing and as you do it more and more, you will become more comfortable and you will love it. Meditation can just be as simple as breathing exercises or you can look for mindful meditations online or spiritually inclined if that is the type of meditation that you are looking for. Again, you can just find it online by googling it or looking on YouTube. Number six, force yourself to listen to upbeat music or force yourself to watch funny videos. Charlie Chaplin was a hilarious actor back in the 20s, and and one of his quotes was, a day without laughter is a day wasted. If you are feeling horrible, the best thing you can do for yourself is to put yourself in a completely different place. Because if you're feeling bad, you're feeling stressed out, nobody wants to be there. Nobody wants to feel that way. Listen to music. Even if you don't want to listen to it, listen to music that makes you happy or a song that has pleasant memories associated with it. Listen to that type of music. But there's also just funny videos on YouTube, of course. You can never go wrong with a funny cat video either. Number seven, don't feel guilty for not being productive. So I know society always talks about this hustle and grind and staying busy attitude, this rise and grind mentality, and it's not healthy. You need balance. You really need to focus on, um, you really need to focus on health and on progress. We need balance in our lives and it is not healthy to constantly dig into money or success or an idea of success or these productive ideas. You don't have to do that. Whatever you're doing right now is okay. You're just sitting there listening to a podcast. You're doing your dishes while you're listening to the podcast. You're driving your car while you listen to the podcast. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, wherever you're sitting, it's completely fine. Allow yourself to be yourself. Stressing yourself out about not living up to someone else's standards is never going to make a stressful situation better. Number eight is connecting with others. If you have too much anxiety right now, you can try talking online with other people, like in the epilepsy community. And as you become more comfortable, you could graduate to phone calls or graduate to local support groups that will offer the face-to-face connections that we all need. So with me, for example, um, going to work has been very stressful because I work in a pharmacy full-time. And at the pharmacy, I'm talking to people nonstop all day. And I'm always facing resistance from insurance or from the doctors or from the patients. And, and I'm always trying to troubleshoot a problem. So 
you know, I've constantly got this mentality. I'm constantly going, constantly talking, constantly thinking. And this really is exhausting. Like it's mentally exhausting when you are experiencing any type of emotional grief or any type of emotional distress. So for me, my work life and my social life is a little bit out of balance right now. I'm trying to keep up and I'm trying to get back to my sense of normal in my life. And for example, there's been times when um, my boyfriend and I would make plans and, you know, I would become sad or overcome with grief or stress, just, you know, related to my dad's passing. And and there were times I would just kind of feel like I had to take time to myself. I would need some alone time because I didn't want to become too emotional around others. Or, you know, it's okay to take that time and space. It's okay to do whatever you need to do, but you do need to constantly strive to connect with other people because that is what is healthier. Community is healthier. Number nine is keeping a journal to jot down your feelings and thoughts. Now, it may or may not make sense at the moment, but let your journal be a brain dump that allows you to have a judge-free space to let all of those emotions out. And if it isn't enough, there's absolutely nothing wrong with going just a step further and finding a therapist to help you sort through those things. Therapists are there to help people find the source of the stress and to navigate those emotions. They have the tools to organize these thoughts and emotions to get you in a better place quicker. And the last one on the list, number 10, is to be creative. So listen to music, play music. Um, If you play an instrument, you know, do that. Write some music, create some music. If, if you don't, you know, maybe you could try to pick up an instrument or find a hobby. Gardening, knitting, painting, skiing, whatever you're interested in, just make time for the downtime and see how much that will contribute to your level of happiness. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please stop by my website if you would like to learn more about me, tiffany-web.com. Or you can follow me on social media at Tiff the Titan, or you can follow the podcast at Epilepsy Podcast. And please, please subscribe to the show. Wherever you listen to podcasts, I am on most platforms, including Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Spreaker, etc. If you would like to learn more about a certain topic or have questions or just want to say hello, don't hesitate to send me a message online. I love hearing your feedback, and I do love putting together episodes that may provide information that is useful for you. So thanks again for coming back to listen and for being patient with my lack of episodes recently. My grief and my stress level this past year was very challenging, so I do want you all to know I appreciate you very much. Thank you. I hope you all have a great week, and remember always, fall down seven times, stand up eight. Peace.